What's going on, everybody? I am the last sane human alive. Right off into it. We're going to spark up real quick for you. We're going to have a little conversation about it. So, um, Dana White says that he has a special surprise for those of us who are going to be pirating UFC 257. Now, I wonder what this means because I'm going to be pirating it. So I'm curious to what my surprise is going to be. <laughs> I may, I, I don't know. I may order it. I heard, um, <coughs> heard updating on the card. I heard Michael Chandler was um, fighting on the card. And I'm excited to see what he does in the UFC. I, I, I think Dan Hooker is a favorable matchup for him, but I still think it's a tough matchup. I like Dan Hooker, you know. <laughs> I want to, um, when Dan Hooker fought, uh, who was it? I forget who it was he fought. Right before he fought Paul Felder, Dan Hooker had called out um, Dustin, uh, Dustin Poirier. And Dustin was like, nah, he's trying to fight Connor and shit. And then Dan was like, ah, he's chasing leprechauns and all that shit, whatever, right? I, I wanted Dustin to fight Dan because I, I, I like Dan, you know? And I was like, mm. I think Dan's a good fighter. I think Dustin, I had problems with him, you know? As I said, I, I think Dustin's running from him. I think Dan's a good fighter. You know, he's long, he's a good striker. I think Dustin had problems. But then Dan fought Paul Felder instead. And I like Paul Felder a lot. So I picked Paul to win that fight or whatever, right? Paul Felder ended up losing the fight. My opinion, Paul Felder won that fight. But my opinion means nothing, I suppose. So there's that. I feel like Dan Hooker gassed in the third round and the fourth and the fifth round was not his best rounds. You know, he was completely tired. And then, then when they announced he was fighting Dustin Poirier next, I definitely picked Dustin because I figured he's not going to knock Dustin out. And if he doesn't knock him out by the third, he's going to be gassed. And that's exactly what happened. He came out strong and then gassed out. His fight went on, you know. Now, this is a three-round fight. So... He has a much better chance. Um, but I still think it's a favorable matchup for um, Michael Chandler. And with that being said, I'm still going to pick Dustin Poirier. Well, I'm sorry, not Dustin Poirier. <laughs> Dan Hooker. Yes, I'm still going to pick Dan Hooker because I like Dan Hooker. I I, I, I think Michael Chandler is probably going to win because they, they, they want him to win and push his brand. They spend all this money on him. That's why they didn't give him a, a you know, a Justin Gaethje first or, you know, throw him in the top, top for real, you know, like he was asking for. You know, uh, I think a Tony Ferguson fight is out of question until Tony gets his mind right. You know, his last couple of fights has been pretty bad for him, you know, so. They announced that uh, they're trying to book Charles Oliver versus Justin Gaethje. Would love to see that fight. I got Charles Oliver all the way. I got Charles Oliver being the champion soon. I don't understand why he's not in bigger fights, you know. He's on a win streak, you know what I mean? He, he's on a great win streak. He's been finishing opponents, you know. And, <coughs> you know, I feel like his name isn't big enough to fight a, a Conor McGregor yet. But I feel like he would kill Conor McGregor. <laughs> you know, I feel like he would kill Conor McGregor. His name just isn't big enough yet for that kind of fight, you know, but 
I don't know. I got, um, I definitely got Charles Oliveira beating Justin Gaethje. How Justin just got dominated by Habib with his wrestling, I don't see it much. Well, not just with his wrestling, you know, he got on top of him in this full mount, pulled a triangle from the full mount position, crazy shit. <clears throat> his striking was on top of him, you know. Justin Gagey couldn't really get anything off and get, or get set to get anything off, you know. I see the fight with Charles Oliver going pretty much the same. Except for I see Charles, you know, shooting for some takedowns or whatever. He's a he's a long, um, lightweight, so I believe he'll have the reach advantage. I see Charles winning that fight all day. And I, I've already spoken to Connor and Dustin. I see Connor doing away with Dustin pretty easily. I don't see that fight going the four or five rounds. Not by a long shot. They're still on the fence with what we're doing with Habib. They're saying Habib may come back if it's a fight like GSP. Although I don't see what this fight would do for GSP's legacy. It's a difficult fight for him, you know? It's a difficult fight for him, and it would have to be at 155. At 170, GSP has too much of an advantage. It would have to be at 155, but I don't, I don't know if GSP cuts that weight to 155. He complained a lot about cutting weight to, I mean, not cutting weight, but gaining weight to 185, you know? So I don't see him making that weight cut to 155. But if he does, I don't think it should be for the title. I don't see GSP defending at 155, you know? I see him winning the title and doing what he did when he won it at middleweight, vacating it, and then we're in a you know we're in limbo with the with the lightweight title now, you know. So hopefully, if they do fight, not for the title or anything, it's just like a fight, you know, just to see who's the who, who's the better fighter, you know. Hopefully, you know, hopefully, hopefully they, they don't fight for the title though. If they do fight, I'm hoping Habib just stays retired. You know, uh, I don't think he's the most dominant champion we've ever seen. He hasn't defended the belt enough for that. I'm sorry. I'm with John Jones on that. You you gotta defend. This whole notion that you can win the belt and, you know, be dominating on your way to the belt, which pretty much every every person who, who wins the belt was winning fights on the way to the belt. They don't pick the guy who was losing and give him a title shot. So you're dominating on your way to the belt. You defend the belt a couple of times and then you're the best ever in the world and you retire. <laughs> And they're like, but we have champions who defend him in the double digits. And you haven't even got close to that. We can't even round your shit up to 10. You know what I mean? So it's like, how could you be the best? You know, John Jones is beating much, much higher level competition. You know, how can you, how can you beat the best? I mean, I mean be the best ever if you haven't defended too many times. Winning the title means nothing. The title changes hands all the time. It's holding the title that should mean something, you know? Winning the title means nothing. It's holding the title that should mean something, you know what I mean? And it's been a while since we've had a champ like that outside of John Jones. We had Demetrius Johnson not too long ago, but outside of that, it's been a while since we had this somebody who wants to defend and defend and defend and defend and defend, you know, and not bounce running weight classes and just defend. 
But 2021 is looking like it's going to be a good year for fights. They've been announcing a lot of fights lately, so we'll talk about them more as, you know, more um, announcements come out and, and, you know, more fights become official. You know, I'm still waiting to see what the heavyweights are going to do. You know, obviously, Francis is getting this title shot. We're just waiting to find out when. I think think they said they were high in March, but you just never know with Stipe, you know. He's never in any rush to fight. And I get it. He has a regular daytime job and this, this, and that. I get it. He's a regular guy like the rest of us. I get it. But you're also the heavyweight champ, bro. We need a champ that's going to defend. You know, a team chance is going to defend, you know. So, the Kamara Uzman is fighting Gilbert Burns. So, they, they made that official. I want to say that's UFC 258. So, they made that official. So, there's that. Not really uh, uh, too big on this fight. I just don't think Gilbert Burns is... I mean, I, I do think he poses a threat to Kamara Uzman. But... I see Usman doing what he does when he fights somebody who's a striking threat, you know. Just holding him still. Usman's probably going to hold him down. You know, we're going to get one of those fights again. Which sucks. But we'll see. Maybe Usman shocks us, you know. Him and Kobe Covington was an awesome fight. I really, really enjoyed that fight. I watched that fight multiple times. It was a really good fight. So, you know, maybe, hey, maybe he shocks us. Maybe he, you know... Who knows, man? <laughs> Who knows? Doubtful, I know, I know, but I'm, 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 I'm hoping for the best here. You know what I'm saying? I'm hoping for the best here. But I see Usman pretty much winning that fight. I don't see too much, too many challenges at welterweight for Usman, but I see Usman being the champion that's going to defend for a while for us because I don't see him cutting to make lightweight. No way in hell. He's huge. I don't see him moving up to middleweight to fight Israel. Fuck no, you know what I'm saying? That's a crazy, crazy fight for him. He would be it, it, it would be idiotic if he did that. That wouldn't even make good sense for him to take a fight with Israel Adesanya. That wouldn't even make sense. He would first off he would lose. There's that, and it wouldn't help his brand to go to go up to middleweight while Izzy's there. He would have to wait. To somebody is there that he can that you know is a favorable matchup for him. You know, Izzy's tall, he's long, he's gonna stay away from you. He's not gonna get too close to you where you can you know get your hands on him. And when you come in, he's going to be hitting you the whole time. I just don't see that being the best fight for uh, for Usman. Not by a long shot, <laughs> you know, not by a long shot. So. I don't know, man. It's a short one today. Just wanted to get some of that off, you know. Drop a little short vid while we or podcast, I guess, <laughs> while we wait for the for the new fights to start up this this year. It's gonna be a good one. I suggest you all go to DraftKings, make you some money, you know. And we're gonna see what Dana's talking about with this piracy shit. Cause I'm probably gonna buy the event now. Because I found out Michael Chandler was on the card, and I like Michael Chandler from Bellator because I watch Bellator as well. So I, I like Michael Chandler, and I've always wanted to see people like him against the UFC competition. I never thought he would get there, but then he did, and then I never thought the fight would finally get here, but it finally is. It's Dan Hooker, which I'm disappointed in, 
But I like Dale Hooker too, and I still think it's a good matchup. It's a good tester just to see if he's ready for those animals he's talking about. He wants like the Justin Gaethje's, you know, the Charles Oliveira, the um, Connors, the Dustins, the Habibs. You know, he has to get through um, Dan Hooker first. If he gets through Dan Hooker, hopefully, if he gets through Dan Hooker, he doesn't take too much damage and he can have a quick turnaround. The problem with the quick turnaround for him is that he cuts so much fucking weight, you know. So another reason why I don't really want him to be the champ because we're not gonna get a lot of title defenses because he cuts a lot of weight, so he needs time in between. And you know, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. So y'all already know, man. Hit me up. And hey, let's talk about it. <laughs>